The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Rev. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd, and we're here each week at this time. Good to have you listening, and Percy, always good to be with you. Again, I'm excited to be here. This is a great, great day, my friend. Our desire is to help churches and people, and we want to help churches especially here today. Well, absolutely. At the end of the day, uh, my background is is church-based. I grew up in church. Uh, I'm the second, third generation um, minister on my mom's side of the family, and I want to see our churches healthy, vibrant, and relevant to the issues of our day. And we're going to talk about something that's going to really speak to that. So many churches are doing so many good things these days in terms of helping people, and we don't want to take anything away from those programs. No, we don't. When we understand uh, the unique needs of our, our social uh, environment of the members of our local churches, such as marriage and finance, uh, drug addictions, and, and and struggles that people are working through, the church is there to respond and there to meet those needs. Well, we're going to talk today about the need of being able to speak to cancer and how to support cancer patients and their caregivers from an effective, pragmatic perspective. We have a program called Our Journey of Hope, and this is very near and dear to your heart, Percy. This is something you've uh, spent a lot of time and uh, a lot of uh, blood sweat and tears on. Well, it's it's one of the things that I can certainly say with confidence that by the grace of God, I felt inspired many years ago that there was a missing element of information and relationship with the local church community and had the privilege and the opportunity to, to kind of put something on the map that would address that. And so our Journey of Hope is a program that is designed specifically to empower and educate the local church to begin to start cancer care ministries within their local churches to meet the needs of members of their local church and those in their local communities. What is your sense of uh, what churches are doing to reach out to people who are victims of cancer? Well, I I think Currently, where we are today, we're much further down the pipeline than we've ever been. I think that because of the fact that the uh, numbers of cancer diagnosis and the issues of sickness and disease and illness in general is so prevalent and pervasive in our world that local churches and pastors are now beginning to understand that they need to at least attempt to address that in some manner with a ministry focus that will begin to address that. But I still feel that there are far too many that have not engaged in this conversation in a meaningful and purposeful way. And we want to encourage as many local churches and leaders to do that on today. We're going to be joined today by someone who has a real vision for this in the local church, a volunteer in her church. Absolutely. Gloria Harrington, who uh, belongs to a local Local church down in the South Florida area uh, reached out to our organization and said, I want to go through your training and, and has done so and has done amazing work. And the spiritual nugget that I want to connect to this that will hopefully encourage everyone is Galatians 6, the second chapter, and that is, bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We've been asked to bear the burdens of our brothers and our sisters, and Gloria did that with her local church, and they're doing phenomenal work with cancer patients in their community in their local church down in South Florida. Our journey of hope is working for Gloria and her church, and it can work for your church as well. So stay tuned for more on today's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. That's our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Stay with us.
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Our topic is Our Journey of Hope, a program from Cancer Treatment Centers of America designed for churches to help people who are experiencing cancer. Remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. I'm Wayne Shepherd here with Reverend Percy McRae, who introduces us now to a very special lady. With me today is Gloria Harrington, who is a Cancer Care Ministry Director for Our Journey of Hope at Christian Life Center of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, Welcome to the show today, Gloria. Thank you. It's good to have you, and I'm excited. Um, And we want to talk with you today about uh, your role of what you have done and are doing in your local church and in your local community there in Florida with a program called Our Journey of Hope which uh, basically is training local churches and ministers and leaders to start cancer care in their local churches and support cancer patients in their communities as well as inside of their local church today. First of all, welcome to the show, and how are you doing? Oh, I'm just great. I'm excited to be here and to be able to share information about our journey of hope, which is a passion of mine. Well, you know, we talk to so many people on the show who express their passion around ministry, around God, around people, and around serving individuals who are dealing with sickness and disease and cancer. So you're in good company today. With that being said, let's start with a little bit of background of of who you are and, and fundamentally how and why did you get in contact with the idea of our journey of hope? It started with uh, my mom. Uh, was diagnosed with cancer, which was an inoperable, and she went on to, um, she did not survive. My best friend and her husband was also um, diagnosed. The husband survived and started a um, cancer support group. His wife was diagnosed twice and did not survive. Then my daughter was diagnosed with breast cancer in June 2009. And in between, my sister was diagnosed with cancer in 2011, and I was caregiver for both the daughter and my sister. So that being said, cancer became a very focused point for me. And being a uh, an altar worker at church, as I prayed for people, there would be many requests for loved ones for themselves who were walking through cancer. And I just felt like I needed to do something. There was something that had to be done to care for people who were on this journey, some way to help them. So I started a search. Google is my best friend. <laughs> I went to Google and put in, uh, typed in training for cancer. And I wanted to do it in a way that 
I wanted to know what God had to say about cancer. Mm-hmm. And up popped our journey of hope. And there I, I started to read, and it sounded like exactly what I needed. But I, and I knew I had to do this no matter what it cost or, or what it took. But to my surprise, it wasn't going to cost me anything. I just had to get there. Our Journey of Hope paid for the hotel accommodations, the training, and the, um, and the meals were all complimentary. So what more could I ask for? So you you come across that information as a result of all of these personal scenarios that you felt driven uh, to do something about, and, and you went to a training. Talk to me a little bit and tell us about what your experience was with our journey of hope from a training perspective. What did you see? What did you experience? Well, first of all, uh, there was a person here at my church who helped me to get through the journey with my daughter and my sister. She's an oncology nurse. As soon as I found the information out, I contacted her and asked if we could do this training together. So we drove up and we got there very, very surprised at the facility itself, uh, Cancer Treatment Centers of America there in Noonan, looked like a five-star hotel. And so we're very pleased with the surroundings. As we went into the classroom, there was about 30 people or so uh, in this class a number of pastors and uh, people who had been impacted by cancer themselves, caregivers. It was just a multitude of different scenarios in that room. But I think uh, as we went through there, the training was excellent. We got to speak with clinicians and doctors. Uh, They came in and gave us information that was very helpful that I did not know a lot of, Mm -hmm. was not aware of. Mm But I think the most important thing and the most thing that was impactful to me was the testimonies that was offered by those who were in the room. And one in particular stands out in my mind, and that was of a pastor whose wife was diagnosed with cancer. And um, as many people ask, why me? Why me? Why me? And he answered that question. Uh, He said that... um, People who, particularly those who are Christians, who want, can't understand why God would allow them to um, suffer cancer. And he said that he'd asked God that question over and over again. And his answer was that God can't, he can't trust everyone with suffering. And that was so profound for me because my daughter asked me that question after her second diagnosis. Why? Why, Mom? Okay. Why? And I could go back to her. I cried through the entire thing. Wow. His entire testimony. I cried. I cried. I cried. It was so touching. And that gave me the the drive to come back and do more and to share with others the information that I had learned there. So needless to say, you were impacted by number one, being surrounded by ministers and pastors and leaders from various churches uh, from the area, hearing their testimonies and then really hearing that heartfelt response and reaction that you're right. Probably millions of believers and individuals in general ask the question, why me? So you're trained, you receive the information and the curriculum and you're motivated now. You go back to your local church, your hometown in Fort Lauderdale, and, and you begin and start on the pursuit of beginning and starting a cancer care ministry. First and foremost, what were some of the challenges that you may have experienced inside of your local church in starting a cancer care ministry? Well, of course, first we had to uh, take it back to our 
our um, senior pastors, Pastor Tom Manning and his wife, Candy Manning, mm-hmm. and our outreach pastors, uh, Pastor Saul Levy, to say this is what uh, we've learned, this is how we can help, this is the uh, congregation, because, of course, we know that one pastor or two pastors, three pastors, whatever, cannot care for every situation that happens. So we wanted to do something not only for our church members, but for the community. And starting a cancer support group seemed to be a way to help. The church is like a hospital. It has to care for people and care for their needs. And, of course, cancer is prevalent, and that's a great need. So with that, how did you actually get started? For the people that may be listening, that represent local churches, who may feel the same passion and call, who may have been impacted as you were, after you spoke to your pastors, got their buy-in, what were some of the key things that you initially did to actually get started? Because you you now are being very successful. You're impacting your community. How? What were some of the initial first steps that you took after speaking to your pastor? Well, first we took a look at who might be helpful and interested in among the congregation in starting a cancer support group to receive the training and to come alongside to walk the journey with us. So uh, we handpicked, so to speak, those leaders that we thought would be interested. Among them were nurses, hospice nurses, uh-huh. uh, those who have been impacted by cancer personally. And out of that, we had uh, about 12 people. Okay. We trained them for, did the eight weeks training from uh, Our Journey of Hope. Mm-hmm. And then we put notices in our Sunday bulletin and got the word out that we were starting the cancer support group. Okay. From there, uh, it was a struggle because people weren't ready to admit that they had the disease or they didn't want to come out publicly, but we had one lady in particular who came in at the beginning of her diagnosis. She, We were able to help her in such a way, and her word of mouth going back to others saying uh, we helped her walk through the journey. We were helping her from the very beginning before she ever had anything done. We were able to influence her to follow her doctor's advice. That's good to hear. First of all, she needed to know that she needed to listen to her doctor, Mm -hmm. get her doctor to explain anything that she didn't understand, any words that he used to have him break those words down into language that she understood until she fully understood what he was saying, what her diagnosis were, what her options were, so that she could make an intelligent decision. Gloria, also with respect to our journey of hope, how does our journey of hope fit your local church's vision as a whole, as a community outreach? Well, our journey of hope fits our church vision, Christian Life Center vision, perfectly. The vision is to experience God, connect together, growing and serving, and impacting our world. And our journey of hope allows us to do this as an outreach ministry. We are experiencing God with others. We're connecting with them. We're growing and serving our local community and our family, church family, and we're impacting the world around us uh, with the help that we're giving to those who are on the cancer journey. And so you also have members that comprise the the cancer care ministry who are also health care 
professionals in the community. Just quickly give us an idea of of how uh, who comprises your group and, and what they represent in the community from a healthcare perspective. Right. We have an oncology nurse. We have two uh, hospice nurses, and we have a regular RN all in the group to help us with uh, serving those who are coming in and looking for help. So we have medical professionals and uh, along with those who are in other professions, school and what have you, that understand the needs of people and how they operate and how they connect with each other in the community. And so you're not just uh, impacting uh, your local church, but you're impacting the community around your local church at large, and you're grateful and you're excited about that. Oh, I am so much so because, you know, we're here to serve. We are servant uh, leaders. That's what we learn here at Christian Life Center, to be servant leaders, and we're able to do that. It's an exciting journey to be on, and we're so grateful. We're grateful to everyone who comes in, and we're grateful for this uh, opportunity to express what's going on here at Christian Life Center. Gloria, just one more question. What has been the impact of our journey of hope upon the people who have received the ministry of our journey of hope inside of your local church congregation? Many of them uh, in the group now realizes that sickness is not forever. It gives you incentive to forge ahead, uh, to know that you're not alone in the walk, to be with people who are going through the same thing that you're going through, uh, to understand mm-hmm. that others are going through that with no fear of judgment, time to cry and laugh and to share your secret doubts and fears in a safe environment. Okay. Uh, some things that you can't even share with your, your family, friends, or medical staff, to be encouraged and encourage others with the Word of God, to encourage uh, it encourage you to be open, to actively listen to others and share honestly your feelings. It provides opportunity to pray specifically for the needs of others and for those uh, that you may not even know, to provide emotional support, love, and spiritual support. It strengthens your mm-hmm. belief and walk with the Lord and to be able to lift up prayer on a regular basis and know that you're being lifted up in prayer on a regular basis by others, and to know that someone is interceding for you and on your behalf, even though you may not know that they're there in doing that. So it has impacted us to grow uh, closer in our walk with each other and know that God uh, is with us, that we're never alone, that no one should ever walk through the cancer journey alone and that uh, we can serve others and help others who are going through this journey. And that cancer is just, it's a a big word, but God is bigger. So it helps us to bring the Word of God to people and let them know that uh, we can fight cancer with faith and not with fear. Amen. Well, Gloria, I am so excited. I thank you for sharing your time and your testimony. We continue to pray for the ministry there at Fort Lauderdale and the work that you're doing. And we thank you for your time today. Keep the faith and keep going strong. Thank you. And God bless you, my dear. Perhaps like me, you're asking, well, how do I get started with our journey of hope at my church? We'll talk about that next on Health, Hope and Inspiration. We're online at healthhopeandinspiration.com.
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. And welcome back to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae. Thinking back on that conversation with Gloria Harrington, I'm sold. I mean, what, what do I do to get started with our journey of hope? Yeah, where, where do you sign me up at, right? <laughs> right. Well, first and foremost, we want to encourage everyone to uh, go out to the website, Our Journey of Hope, all one word, lowercase, ourjourneyofhope.com, and that's the central repository where you will be directed where you can actually get some additional information. You can read some commentary from previous attendees as well as register online to uh, possibly attend one of the training sessions. So how does this work, Percy? At the end of the day, we're looking specifically, preferably for pastors and church leaders. And we know that uh, pastors and church leaders are very busy. So if they're not available to attend actually the sessions to then appoint and send someone that would be delegated to basically handle receiving this information and the training so that they can bring that back to their local congregations and begin to recruit those individuals who would be interested within the congregation. And as Gloria said, you may have individuals that are nurses or uh, hospice practitioners, whomever, individuals who have been personally touched by cancer who would like to join this type of ministry and then begin your eight-week training session with those individuals that they can begin to launch the cancer care ministry. This is such a needed ministry. As you said earlier, churches have wonderful ministries helping the divorced and helping with finances and addictions, and but nothing about cancer and good health. Yes, we, we realize that, again, a lot of those social needs are being met, but we have not really addressed the issue of cancer and health care in that context. And so this is a needed conversation and a needed relationship, as well as resources that we're providing to local congregations across the United States. This is a personal vision and project for you, isn't it? Driven by the idea, Wayne, of a patient who sat and asked me one day, would I sit down and meet with her local church and her, her ministerial consortium and basically share with them what we were doing at the bedside with patients. And from there was encouraged. We need to begin to launch out and speak to as many local congregations who would listen and uh, and begin to include them into the conversation of how we can empower them to go forth and support people with cancer. Yeah, at the start of the program today, you mentioned Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, bear ye one another's burdens. This is a perfect fulfillment of that. Yeah, the scripture here, that spiritual nugget, Galatians 6 and 2, basically encourages us to understand that part of 
our commitment as being believers, as being people of faith, is that we should bear the burdens of others around us. And certainly cancer patients are struggling and have burdens that need to be helped carried. We encourage every believer today to pick up that mantle and go forth and bear the burdens of another to fulfill the law of Christ. If you would like to follow up with Our Journey of Hope, go online to OurJourneyOfHope.com or our program website, HealthHopeAndInspiration.com. Reverend Percy McRae, our host from Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Percy, always good to be with you. Look forward to next time. It is a pleasure to be here, and I'm excited as we continue to encourage the local faith community to be all that God has called them to be. More about this week's topic and past programs online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you have further questions, you can always call us at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Our toll-free number is 855-929-HOPE. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time right here for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits.